Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the NRL Don Podcast. I am Tom. I know it's been a hot minute. Uh, I've actually just recently started a new gig. I should be back on the horse now. Everything back to uh, scheduled programming as it was. I got a few appearances on different potties this week. Uh, so you should be seeing my face a little bit more than you have over the last fortnight. This was an awesome one that I got to do with Jamin Jolla from the Gold Coast Titans. Absolute great lad. Had a great time with him. Um, nice and short one on your little commute on a Tuesday morning. I think what really held me back more than anything was these bloody public holidays. <laughs> but now life seems to have gotten back to normal. And uh, yeah, you should be hearing from me a little bit more than you have over the last week or so. want to thank you guys for the support as uh, you always are so helpful and supportive on the page and in the potty. And I will talk to you boys again sometime this week. Uh, enjoy the potty. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, cool. All right. Hey, guys. How you going? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Jamin. Joel from the Gold Coast Titans. How you doing, man? Yeah, mate. I'm doing pretty well. I'm obviously injured at the moment, mm. uh, but no, I'm not doing too bad. I like... You want to be out there for every single game, obviously. like It's who you are built into your psyche, you want to compete. But if there was ever going to be two games that you might have to miss, Penrith and Roost is probably <laughs> not the worst thing no, in the mate, world. They're, they're, the two, they're the two I'm most filthy to miss. Oh, I'm yeah, really? Watching... Yeah, definitely. Like, um, you, know, you want to be there in the big games. And yep. I thought, like, obviously the boys played. Our attack was clunky and, you know, it probably has been the last few weeks and we're definitely working on that, but... Um, like the intent and the grind and like the fight out there was really good. So, you know, that's sitting on the sideline. You see that, especially against a team like Penrith. And yeah, you, you, you want to be a part of that. You don't want to sit on the sideline. How long, how long do you reckon you'll be out for? Um, oh, it's not long. It's only a grade one and a little tear in the calf. But um, just one of those things until I can uh, sort of get back running full, pain free and, you know, and not have it in the back of my mind and not, yeah, you know, have it be a nuisance, and I'll, yep. I'll be out. But I'm thinking um, next week, Magic Round against St George. What's the vibe like for the players at Magic Round? Is it a bit of like school footy carnival type of type of deal when you're all up here, or? Um, we obviously like we we bus up and back in the day, being on the Gold Coast, mm. but um, it's pretty it's pretty unreal. Like you walk out. I remember last year we played Penrith. We walked out there. Ah, oh, I think it might have been St George and Melbourne playing before us, and um, you know, you you look around Suncorp, and it's like you know, probably like fifty, sixty, seventy thousand odd people there. So, mm. yeah, that's that was probably the bit. That's probably like the biggest crowd I played in front of. So right. it's you know, it's impressive, and also as well, like yeah, just the atmosphere. You know what I mean? It, it does yep. have that footy carnival sort of vibes, but just on a massive scale. Yeah, because I've been there gone last two years, but last year especially. I saw like the years earlier that the games were spread out a bit more, but now that we had the double header and the two triple headers, just there's so many different jerseys in the crowd and there's just so many people out and about. It's good. I, I just yeah, I've always wondered if you you guys probably get up for it for a different reason to the average punter going to Magic Round, probably looking to get different yeah. things out. <laughs> It'd be a good day for honestly. You know, being a football player, you're not allowed to to bet on games and stuff like mm. that for obvious reasons, but um. Yeah, I mean, if you if you were a mad footy fan and you loved to have a punt, it'd be a great day. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good value to be honest. What um, well, if, well, as you're injured, like, what does your week kind of look like? Does it change up a whole heap? Are you still in there every day or? Um, 
Mate, not in every day. Like in season, obviously, you sort of cut back a little bit. It's all about you know, managing fatigue, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, normally of a morning, it's um, go in, do um, do your prep, things like that for field. I'll, I'll see the physio before I run, and then I'll be down on the field. I'll be off to the side doing a rehab run, a um, mm-hmm. whole heap of different things with the physio. And, um, yeah, come off the field, ice bars, uh, recovery, bit of lunch in the gym. Um, corrective rehab programs, yeah. things like that. So it's a pretty full-on day. Um, if anything, being in rehab, you probably do a little bit more training, right? Because um, obviously you're not you don't get that match fitness in or anything like that, and your body's not. Um, you, know, you don't need that rest. You're not doing those big collisions and that, so they can probably push you a bit harder. Yep. Well, I got a few questions people have written in, um, and these are always good. What? One that I actually haven't asked anyone just yet, uh, so a bit of a debut on this, but what was your welcome to the NRL moment? Was there a time where you were out there and you kind of just kind of went, all right, now we're playing with the big boys? Um, I never, oh, never really had a moment. Like, oh, being like being a middle, I kind of did a few years in reserve grade there. Like, I, I played reserve grade for three years and, you know, when I was in the under twenties down at Cronulla, I had a few games, so mm. um, I was kind of. You know, I had a good year in reserve grade twenty nineteen, and uh, I felt like I was at the stage where I was ready to make the step. Right. So it wasn't a, it wasn't this big shock to me. Like, yeah, if anything, the speed of the game kind of mm. got me a bit. I remember in my first game, I got about twelve minutes in the second half, and. I think I was in every tackle in the set, and we were playing Canberra down there, and they actually started spotting me up and. I remember we finished that D set and I just rolled on me back and like the boys were screaming at me to get up and I was just absolutely cooking. And I was pretty fit at the time, but yeah. Um I never I never really had a moment. I mean maybe last year I Jared Wallace gave me an absolute hospital pass when we played Melbourne up in um Sunny Coast and I got Polaxed by Nelson. <laughs> and then there was a TikTok made about it, so <laughs> If you find that, that's a good laugh. I thought it was hilarious and it was going around. and That was a bit of a wake-up call, like, oh, shit, there's bigger bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Some big boys out there, you can't just run at anyone. With the social media gear and, like, obviously you got news corporations and stuff, do you, like, some players say to me they don't really watch any of that gear or pay much attention, but do you, do you keep your eye on a lot of that stuff or are you involved or is it kind of more like if you worked at a burger joint, you probably get home and don't want to know nothing about burgers? No, no. I, I like to look at all the like, you know, pages like the NRL roast and stuff mm. like that. And, you know, things that, you know, pages that, while they are, you know, they keep you up to date with information and that they do take the piss and have a laugh. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of footy players do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you when you're at football, it's all serious, it's all business and that. But if you can sort of like take the piss out of yourself, or you, you know, they're yeah, they're just yeah. taking the mickey and having a laugh. So. Yeah, like I follow all those pages. It's just you know, it's just good value. Yeah, are you a bit of a footy head? Because I see some boys and they're just like, no, nah, I'm just like good at it. But do you like get amongst the footy and you watch a lot of the games on the weekend on that, or? Um, I watch. I watch a few of them. Yeah, like, right. I'm very critical, like of my own game and our own, like my team. So mm-hmm. if we play a game on a Friday night, like I'll watch it that night before bed, and wow, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Watch it over a few times. I don't know if too many people do that, but um, I'll watch, you know, big games. Like if Melbourne are playing or penalty, you know, those yeah. teams that, that are good to watch and you can sort of take a bit away from. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's good. Or, or even as well, like say we play Roosters um, this week, so I watch their game. Yep, yep. Um, things like that, but I don't, I don't watch you know every game. I know a lot of boys do. That's mad. Um, I don't know anyone that could watch every game. No, nah, well, Bo Firma likes too. to chuck it on. <laughs> Bo Firma, he said to me, he goes, no, I love watching the footy. I chuck it on. I was like, mate, like, it's honestly like you do. You 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 live it every day. And yeah. you're, you're always watching footage and doing stuff. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I'd rather just fucking kick back and watch The Office or... Yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something easy. Well, if you do, if you didn't have a welcome, and like, as you said that, I was thinking to myself, you've probably dished out a couple... Welcome to the NRL moments as a middle boy. But is there a moment uh, that you, the your favourite moment, I guess people have asked for? Like something that you like really like, that's a notch on the belt? Um, favourite moment? Um, I think a good one was um, like obviously last year when we played Warriors. I think we needed to win by 10 plus or something yeah. like that. And we went out and put 40 something odd on them. That was a that yeah, was a cr- mean game too. That was oh yeah, that was a bit going no. on. Hey, you wouldn't have known like the scoreboard uh, did not reflect the intensity at all. Like the W boys are just going at each other, and you were yeah, up, they, uh... but you guys did not take your foot off the pedal at all. There was nah, a few bits were, and um... stuff like that. Hey, eh? from from memory, like there was a few punch up, well not punch ups, but a few like how you goings and stuff like that. Yeah, was... bit of bit of push and shove. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good game. Um, that was the game where old mate uh, had his shirt off in the rain, right? The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, the fan. Yeah, he's down there in the same corner every time. And I think if we have another good win, he, he loves it. He just rips it off and gets it going. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got a he got a. Um, you got a gig with uh, one of the underpants. Uh, who You're was it? Right. <laughs> like like trade or someone and... like that, or budget yeah, smuggle. something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was front and center. He got a he got a gig out of that. Speaking of fans, you blokes have been a bit of a magnet this year for streakers. What's the go there? Is there signs at Seabus <laughs> saying anyone on the pitch welcome? Because there was another one this week too. I think. Like before, throughout the game, and I actually noticed this at the at the game um, over the mic. The um, whoever's running like the the game days, always like just you know, reminder: streaking is illegal, and yeah. you can be fine. And that it's almost like asking people, like, yeah, yeah. and they say it several. And the more they say it, I mean, these people are pissed, and all they they probably yeah. just hear the words, you know, streaking and fucking in trouble, and they're just like, oh, I yeah. have to do it now. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Just mix it, mix some beers, and then yeah, every, everyone's probably with their mates, and they hear it, and they go, "You won't do it." And yeah, go, oh, yeah, watch me, and then they take off. I mean, everyone's thought about it. Like you'd be mad to have never thought about it, especially if you got like a seat closer. But I've never been like I've obviously been like, "Well, that guy's seated. You could probably make a break." But then you go, "Oh, but then I can't come to the footy ever again." <laughs> so, yeah, and I got to pay ten grand. <laughs> Is it worth it? And they cut away the cameras like straight away too. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, they don't give you the time of day. When um, the one on the weekend actually, the Seki, the Seki tackled this bird, and then he was like throwing his hands up in the air, like so proud of himself. <laughs> so I think the Sekis are just like kind of begging for it to happen, <laughs> just so they can have a moment. Because uh, when we, who was it? The um, Parramatta game. Yeah, and, and that and that Sheila running out there and. Off. Oh, mate, just absolutely bloody poleaxer. And everyone was just like, oh, like, and the crowd was just like, oh, shit. Like, it was loud. 
That was funny. As well. like we were down, I was filthy. They scored, and I'm blowing up, and then this Sheila's running. <laughs> she he just gets smacked, and so I, I had a laugh at that. That was funny. <laughs> All right, I love talking to you blokes about music, especially because you're 25, right? Yeah. Because I've had some younger guys on here, like 18 and stuff like that, and they start rattling off some names, and you just kind of have to smile and nod. I'm 26, so hopefully. Like what? What's in the rotation right now? Pre-game, yeah. We'll hit. We'll start there. Like in the pre-game rotation, what? What? What's hitting the playlist? Uh, I'm probably the only one in the squad, but I'm just like straight up like Metallica. Yeah. Heavy, yeah. Just heavy metal. Yeah. Like, um, there's like a couple of songs like Saint Anger and mm-hmm. um, I think what else is there? There's one Saint Anger, um, for for whom the bells toll. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, and then a bit of like, um, Rage Against the Machine stuff yep, like that. Like, yep. just straight up like, put you in the mood to kill someone. Yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> well, but that doesn't sound like, like that. Um, that what do they call it? Like the Venn diagram of your playlist and the playlist that Greggy Marzu said to me gets played before the game doesn't seem like it has a lot of overlap. Do you get the Beats by Dre on sound cancellation on? <laughs> oh, I just get the AirPods in and I just have a... Like, I know people could probably hear it, but I just have a yeah. blast. And I'm just I'm just in the corner, like, on the foam rolling trigger ball, just, like, getting ready to fucking kill. <laughs> Is that the same gear? Like, after after you've wound down, you, you're chucking on Metallica on the way home? Or what? what, what what's, like, your day-to-day gear? Um, I like a lot of old music. Mm. Like, um, like, I don't know, things like Cold Chisel or... Yep. Man, it's hard to say. Like, I, I listen to heaps of different stuff. Like, a lot of just that chilled sort of music, like Sticky Fingers yeah, and 660, yeah. stuff like that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of bounce around. I don't have, like, any specific... Has, like, the beachy vibe kind of seeped into you, living on the Goldie? Like, guys like Ocean Alley and stuff like that, and st- Sticky Fingers, does oh. it kind of match the vibe of where you're at? Yeah, I I listen to them like back when I was in Sydney, like Ocean Alley, like I don't mind that sort of music, but I'm not like I mean, I listen to like podcasts as well. Like if I'm driving yeah. and stuff, like I listen to like history podcasts and True. shit like that. I like that. Like, yeah, what, like any recommendations? There's this one called um Real Dictators. Okay. That I've been listening to and they just talk about like I'm a bit like this is a bit probably a bit nerdy, but I don't know. I find that shit interesting. I like uh, like um, things about war and yep. things like that. Yeah, like World War Two. Always like like uh, I always find myself going into YouTube rabbit holes. Yeah, I'll just be minding my own business. It happened to me yesterday. I was just scrolling on my phone and something came up. It was like uh, it was a video of Hitler. It looked like he was like on speed at the Olympics in like the nineteen forties or something. And I was like, what's yeah. this? And then before I know it, I'm just on like. Greatest battles of World War Two, twelve o'clock last night. <laughs> just, just get sucked into these, Mate, into these holes. It's interesting, but like all that sort of stuff. So like, there's so on this um real dictators podcast we're listening to, and the I, I so me and the missile being the car, and I'm listening to it. Yeah. She's like, "What is this garbage?" I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it's interesting. But like it talks about Hitler when he was a young fella, and mm. you know he like he grew up in Austria really, and then kind of moved over to Germany and. He served in the in um, the German army in the First World War and all this sort of stuff and how he sort of come to power and yeah he's he's a fucking twisted bloke yeah I I was watching yeah, a bunch of World man. War Two I went on a uh, Kentucky years ago and I was like as we we're driving through I was watching like World War Two like documentaries and it was such a trip because like they're mentioning places that you're like driving through and it wasn't that long ago 
But um, yeah, yeah, a bit of a turn from who do you likes tackling the hardest? But I like that. that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I get you on here to talk, talk, you know. Like, but um, all right, this is the one, and like I, I, I say, we had Greggy on here, and he put up BK is the biggest pest at the Titans. Is that? Can you confirm that? He is. I know what he's talking about. So Brian is. Um... And he does it like we got lots of bushes down near the field, <laughs> and he hides in the bushes, man, and and he gets you like he will always get you. And you can think I don't know why that he's got me so spot. much that he hides Mate, in the bushes. He, but he's got the same sound. He's got the same sound as well. He comes out and he goes like, <laughs> "Fuck, mate, it's a pig sound at you." And mate, it just he's gotten everyone, and he does that shit all the time. So that's that's what he does. And then you got blokes like, ah. Uh, yeah, like blokes like AJ, mate. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a pest sometimes. Yeah. Like, I know, he just talks absolute dribble and <laughs> can be fun sometimes. Just talking shit with him and. Do you get? Um, are you are you ever one of the blokes winding people up? Yeah, me like me and Bowie Firma go at it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're like we're pretty close, and, and we take the piss out of each other, and then we we get in a Sammy Mac a bit. Yep. Um, and then like. <laughs> He'll try and get back into us, or now I get in a Tanner Boyd, and it's just mate, like that's just footy club spot. Like yeah. it's not like a, it's not like a you never have like a genuine chat. It's just like taking the piss out of each other. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's just it. Like for a full day, do footy, <laughs> take the piss, and then come home. Well, that's honestly like a that's a day at training. The, the the other big one that I always love to ask is: there's a hundred meter race. Who's trotting in last and who's trotting in first? Jay Wall's last. Yep, yep. Hundred <laughs> percent, mate. He looks slow, and I think I think there's footage of him in open space. He took an intercept. He had probably like thirty meters from the t- try line. He was probably thirty from the try line, and honestly, he he got about like twenty meters away from them. So defenders are on the fifty, he's on the thirty running towards the try. He got he got caught by the twenty, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. Just on a honestly, treadmill out there. He he's <laughs> And then the quickest um we got a few. There's a young fella named uh Aloffy. Yeah. Um he's he's pretty I think he's got like the speed over forty. I mean, he's right quick. Jaden Campbell's quick. Mm. Um there's a couple that are real quick that you don't suspect. Like, Bo Firma's really quick. Yeah, right. You know? And he's like 105, 6 kilos, and he can, he's like, he'd be up there. Yep. And he's, he's got the um, pace on him. Mm, um, AJ. But, yeah, probably a young fella, Loffy. He hasn't had a run yet. Mm. He's been playing in the Q Cup, but he'd probably be the quickest, I'd say, at the moment. Don't they just piss you off, the young, quick fellas? Yeah, <laughs> they do. Jaden Campbell, like, when you have to train against him and, like, you kick down and the, the the coaches are yelling at you to hold him up and then he just steps in and out and you're like, as soon as you think you figured him out, he just clean steps you up and you say, going, fuck this, honestly. Like, if I got a hold of you, I could sling you, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. And that's the problem with everyone in the NRL. They can't get a hold of him properly. Yeah. And even when they do, he's got this weird way, like with Jaden Campbell, when he runs full pelt at someone and you think he's about to get crunched, he just like puts his body in a position where it's just like, I don't know, it just they kind of just go into one. And he just gets tackled like normal. I don't. It's probably happened, and I haven't seen it. But 
for someone his size, he would have thought he, he would have got snapped in half by now, but he just seems to be able to get his body into a position because there'd be a lot of rage in the tackle. Once someone's finally got their mitts on him, <laughs> it wouldn't no, be a yeah. soft tackle. <laughs> no. But he does that. Like, he kind of, like, steps and turns his body side on and, like, kind of is angling towards the ground. Mm. So he's kind of, like, it's it's very hard to hold him up, yeah. especially because, like, you can't get a shoulder in because you know that. As soon as you, like, try to step in to get a good contact on him, that's when you get stepped. So yeah, you kind of right. have to, like, wait and then try and catch him. But then, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a physical tackle. Was there anyone anyone from, like, any other team that you just hate having to play against? They're just a pain in the ass to play against? Um, um, I don't know. Hey, probably... Honestly, probably someone like Nelson, eh? Hey? Like, yep. He's just that big and like, I don't know what they teach him down there in Melbourne. Like when he runs at ya, he just puts his elbows like straight through your sternum. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to yeah. you got to try and deal with that shit. So, and he's spinning and offloading and, but I reckon we've probably got the hardest bike. Like honestly, Greg Greggy Marzu, like hmm. I'd hate to have to play. Like I played against him in reserve grade and I played against him in a reserve grade grand final there and beat him. Yep. I'll give it to him about that. But um, he was always the hardest dude to tackle. Like. Yeah. You can't, you can't, I've never seen him get smacked. Like, and I've seen him like, honestly, it was like his first NRL game last year against Melbourne. And I think his first run, he bumped Dalfanukin in the next week. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell, that's impressive. A bloke like Fanukin and he just like sends him like yeah. flat on his ass. And I was like, like no one can do that. Nah. What, um, what, what what's your favourite away game to, to go to? Um... I don't mind Canberra. Right. Oh, geez. I yeah. would have never expected that. No, well, Big I'm, fan I'm, of the Viking like, clap. No, all my family. <laughs> like, I, I grew up in um, a place called Wagga Wagga, yep. if you know where that is. It's yep. down south there. So, it's the kind of it's kind of the one game all my family can get oh, to. Okay, and then that makes a lot of sense. Because we get, um, we get a ticket allocation. Like, I just round up all the boys' tickets and then half a Wagga comes over and <laughs> just go, there you go, there's a mountain of tickets. Yeah. Nah, so that's good, and I catch up with family, and it's not. Um, we stay right there in the in the center of camera, and that, so that's probably like my favorite favorite place to stay. Yeah, because I've always looked at Canberra, and like that stadium's just like begging for a lick of paint or something. It's just grey, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit out there. It's a good. It's a really good feel, but okay. like they they always have it. They always have a. There's a few. There's a few teams that just have like immaculate ground, like Newcastle, like. McDonald Jones is like pristine. Really? Gold Coast. Gold Coast is like, yeah, probably like one of the best. Yep. And Canberra's always pretty good as well. I saw a few years ago, Suncorp in the A-League got voted as the worst pitch to play on. And I think it's from all the rugby boys and league boys tearing it up. And then the Raw would get there on a Sunday and they couldn't like yeah. kick it along the ground. <laughs> Yeah, but I suppose right. for you guys, it would like it doesn't matter if there's too many divots in the ground. But I, that that blew me away because I always thought that Suncorp would have been like you know, one of the best like grounds in Australia. But yeah, the A League boys reckon no dice. But then again, it's just the A League. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like Suncorp's like it's probably the best atmosphere there. Mm-hmm. But like the just the plain surface, yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not great. But honestly, the worst is probably um. But we played there the other week, um, Brookvale. True. Yeah, they they've done it right up, but it used to be like a, just a proper sand pit. It was like whenever you had a game there, you're going, oh, I don't know. 
you know what, I'm injured this week. I don't want to play. So <laughs> it was honestly the worst ground. But we got there. It was still it was a little bit heavy, but they've done that much work to it. Now it's actually a really nice ground. Yeah. Like they've done the big stand um, at the northern end. So yeah. it was actually pretty impressive. And what's it like playing at, uh, I don't know if you've had a game at points bet recently. That's literally a construction zone. With the diggers on the side of the field and everything. Have you seen it recently? I'm sure it'll look yeah. nice when it's all done, but it's, it's always funny. I think it, at Brookie last year too, for the first few games, it was just like uh, bulldozers and shit in the background of the field of play. Mm. <laughs> Mate, that um, so points bet. I, I spent, I did all my twenties at Cronulla, mm. and I did I did two pre seasons there, and I was full time in 2019 down at Cronulla, and um, like it used to be. A really, really like spot. Like the surface was always amazing in that, but now they've got that much going on there. Mm. You can sort of see it. They train there all the time, and uh, they used to have this mob down there, green options that looked after it, and they used to just have it like mint. But now it looks, um, oh yeah, seen better days. Honestly, it looks like <laughs> it looks like like someone's backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not great, man. But when when that's all done, I'm sure it'll be nice. But that um, in my time there, there's a road that runs past the stadium, and they spent years and years doing it up and make extending it out and that. Yeah, it's like yeah, sweet, finally done. And then Cronulla go and sell off the um, the car park and that there, and they've developed all stores. And now everything's just been ripped up again. So it's been like there's there's been that much shit going on in that area for that long. Like mm. seems never ending. Uh, this is the one that um, uses a bit of think work sometimes, gets you on the spot. But if you've got three wishes and you can't ask for more wishes, what are you asking for? I think, uh, who was it? Ronald Volkman asked for money three different ways. But <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say something like cure world hunger. Or... <laughs> no, 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 you know no, 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 no. Because no, no, like, those, no, 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 no. those ones are like, you know what I mean? Like, just so people think, oh, this guy's not. This guy's a scumbag. <laughs> um, uh, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money, money makes everything better. Uh, probably better legs. True. And I've got, I've got absolute like sausage legs. I reckon. Like you see, you see athlete legs, and just like these absolute ripped up legs, mad quads and yeah. calves and that. Yeah. And I've just got these absolute sausage legs. So. <laughs> I'd probably fix them up. Um, and then I don't know. Probably I'd probably have like just me, uh, like my family closer because they're like sixteen hours away. So yeah, I miss out. On, I miss out on quite a bit. Yep. So like if they if they were like uh, on the Gold Coast or not far off, probably wish that. That'd be alright. That was very clever. That was very. A well done answer, asking for them to be closer to the Gold Coast, not you to be closer to them. That was eyes up footy. No, mate, I, <laughs> I love it on the I love it on the Gold. It's funny, it's a cracking spot up here. Yeah, good. Like it is, a, it's a great club, and yeah, you know, just good people. And obviously, you know, we're not doing as well as what we we want to be, but you know, I think um, I think there's going to be like a lot of improvement and upside coming. And yeah, just at the moment, you know, a bit, a bit rusty, but. I reckon we'll get there. We're all working hard, so. The effort's definitely there. It's not mm. like effort, so. I like it. Well, thanks, man. That was good value. I, I had a good time. I'll have to get you on again sometime down the track. Uh, is there yeah, any, mate. Is there anything you want to plug? Anything you got coming up? Uh, no, yeah, I, I nothing really. If you've got any other questions or whatever, just let me know. But 
Otherwise, I'm just going to kick back here. I'm just on this thing right here, game ready. Yeah, what's that? And I've got... It's oh, just like the a, massage, the... Uh, it's like a compression yeah. thing, hey? Yeah, compress and just ices your leg. Yep, yep. Yeah, so well, I'm just, I just sit on this and... My old lady, she's a... Uh, my mum, she's a... Does triathlons, like Ironmans and that. And she... Mm. The amount of times I've... Well, the first time was very confronting. I walked over, she had both her legs in these big compressing things hooked up to a machine, trying to get her legs oh. back going again because she's about 60-odd now. She's still doing the Ironmans. So, yeah, oh, they're, they're a mad bit of gear, those things. No, these are... Um, yeah, mate, like, you, as soon as you have an injury, they give you this, and, like, within a day, like, all the swelling's gone. Yeah, and, right. Mate, they're good, yeah. So I try and sit on this as much as I can, and... It honestly, like, it just gets you back going that much quicker. Yeah. So I'm hoping, hoping next week I'm back inward and. Well, I'll be. Yeah. Uh, I'll be. I'm pretty sure I'm in the second row this year at Magic Round. I'll be there yelling some shit at you. It'll be good. Good time. <laughs> Sweet mate. Right. Oh, hopefully I'll see you there and come over and give you a handshake after game. <laughs>